Welcome to the Stude Media Podcast, episode number seven. Number seven, the and lucky this, one. This was lucky number seven, exactly. Yeah. And this was this was a great get, Tony, by the way. I really appreciate it. He's a great it. guy. Well, that's just it. Yeah, I mean, definitely a good know, guy. Brian Denny. Brian Denny, props on wheels. Yep. Uh, and I don't even know Flood how. Flood Run. Flood I mean, Run. I mean, explain explain more about Brian Denny. He's the mo- most famous behind-the-scenes person you can get. Uh, cars, trucks, anything you need to rent. I mean, vehicles, tanks, whatever you want to get on your movie project, commercial, whatever, this is the guy you go to. He's the guy behind the guy behind the guy. Yeah. 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 Who makes it all happen. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And he led us into his house, which I don't know how we keep that getting was his people. first mistake. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how we keep letting getting people to agree to let us into their homes. got to say that's... Uh, but it was only... cookies out of the deal, Free too. cookies. Free peanut butter cookies. They were fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we also... Uh, we, we, we've kind of... It's just the two of us. It's a sad day. Yeah, we lost producer Kyle. No, just when I started to warm up. Just when you almost started man, liking him. Kyle, yeah, you know, uh, producer Kyle. We had finally to pay got him. A... We should have paid him more. Well, we should have oh, paid him. Huh? Right. <laughs> the money is that's always an issue. The sad. Part, yeah. yeah. That, when well, you do these things, there's no money. There's no money. No money. No money. No money. More lots money, money. More problems. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he got a job. He got a full time job. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, Congrats and he's to him. He still it. living in his parents' basement, but that's okay because he's you know you almost know? thirty, and thirty-year-olds <laughs> should be living in their <laughs> yeah. parents' basement post recession. It's kind of cool. It, yeah. It's it's conservative. Exactly. Yeah, he's being smart. So we'll leave Kyle alone now. Yeah, but. it's sad. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get another producer. Maybe we'll get a hot blonde. I don't know what we do, but. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to ask the wife about that first. What? I don't want your wife as a producer. No, I don't want my wife as the producer oh, okay, either. Because she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't know how to do yeah, all no, this technical I, stuff. But she'd well, be. She'd probably be. Neither pretty did funny. Kyle. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of cute. But yeah, yeah, we'll have to. Uh, Touche. I got. Man. You know, I got turned Touché. down on a job because of that one time. They said, uh, you know, we like to hire you. This was for these guys that produced uh, uh, all these big movies in Hollywood and stuff. And I was, uh, I applied to be their secretary at their office, and he said. You know what? We're looking for a female. We don't want to look at your ugly face every day when we walk in. They I, want a girl with smaller boobs, hey, is what they wanted. Uh, mine were pretty big. That's what yeah, I'm saying. They, yeah, yeah exactly. yours are just too yeah, distracting. Yeah, I know. How do you not tip over? What are you gonna do? But <laughs> <laughs> check out our uh, podcast. This was this was really entertaining. He's a great guy. We went all the way out to almost Wisconsin, damn near Wisconsin, damn near, and uh, sat down with him. Sat down with us. It flew by. That hour went by really quick. It did. It was really fun though, too. Yeah, I mean, we got really a lot fun. of information, and you know. It, 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 Dude's just a cool guy. Car guys are always like, the and that's our guys. mantra. We sit down with people that are cooler than us, and this is definitely uh, fits that mantra. So it was great. Definitely, studmedia.com uh, is where you're going to find the rest of our podcasts. Uh, more information as far as what we've got coming up and what we've got in the past. You can go back into our archives and and listen to any of the podcasts. Uh, and talk to us know, too. It, yeah, let exactly. us know how we're doing. If you like the shows, if you don't, what you want to hear. I mean, we're getting carte blanche to, to all kinds of things nowadays. We have a lot of great guests coming up in the future. Uh, it just never ends. Exactly. And you can uh, email us at studmedia at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter, hashtag, or I'm sorry, at studmedia. We're on Facebook, Facebook slash studmedia. With that. Here we go. Producerless. I know. I felt so empty there. <laughs> Without producer Kyle. Episode number seven, Brian Denny of Props on Wheels. over the years what you build up isn't oh, it? I mean, just especially film you know when i first started i thought that there was uh 
dollar value and prop yeah. use props. Little did I know that that's not true. You know, really, they just don't. I thought it was Beverly Hills Pond I saw where they were. They they always have stuff that, that were props that they sell. Uh, off. You know, you get the if right. it's like jackets and stuff, maybe that, but not junk props. Maybe I, don't know. I had my uh, folks remodeled the house in '66, and right mm. before I said we did Serious Man, mm. which was based in '66. Uh, my folks had died a month before the movie a month apart as they do a lot of times uh, when they're together so long and uh, I had the prop buyer for the movie a good friend Jill Broadfoot came over and looked at the house and they rented a bunch of stuff from me oh really because it was a light in the room and uh, the slut next door, Mrs. Stampsky, as we all called her, uh, she uh, she laid to, had some fun with a serious man. <laughs> but in the movie, my sister watched it, and I told her that they had some, and she knew, of course. Yeah. Uh, she's on Vancouver. She called me up, paused the movie. Mom's rolling in the grave in the one scene, if you guys have seen Serious Man. Uh, I haven't. Did you see I haven't it? seen it yet. No, 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 not yet. Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. The, the yep. next-door neighbor gal who were talking... Uh, they had the record player, but the yeah. sheets on the bed, she's, uh, you know, cowgirl uh, sex with the guy right, riding right. on top, smoking a joint <laughs> on mom's sheets. Uh, yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I'm guessing your sister wasn't... What uh, kind of image there? It's like, uh, <laughs> she paused the movie and her jaw dropped. And she had to call me and say, you know, the boys did the boy work and the girls, we folded and I folded those sheets. <laughs> I know those sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else fooled oh. around on those sheets, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's four right. times, four, you know, four, right. four kids. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody fooled around on those sheets. We are together now. The Student Media Podcast has invaded the one and only Brian Denny. Before we get going, I, I've heard there's a drinking game out there now. For as many times oh, as we no, for when we say podcast, the that's word the podcast, people are drinking. Let's do podcast. it. Let's start that. So, yeah. so Every you know, time. it's... This is right up Paul von Stetzel's alley because yep. I know he and Nathan Schills are going to be sitting there in their apartment, listening for the word podcast, and they're going to be doing shots of Jack. Just, podcast, podcast, podcast. Yeah. All right. Oh. And have you seen their shot glass? Yeah, right. <laughs> Those people's coffee mug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Yeah, Brian Denny. I own Props on Wheels, a vehicle supply company, and uh, whatever else they'll pay us to do in the film industry, uh, mainly around vehicles, car accidents, precision driving, stunt driving. So you're one of the you're one of the companies that actually gets paid to do film stuff around here. We try, we try <laughs> to. <laughs> but I mean, th- those are some amazing things. I mean, setting up accidents and setting up, you know, it's very a lot of fun over the years. A lot of really good jobs, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Kamiko just was at Sundance, mm-hmm. did the vehicles in that. It was a very fun movie to shoot. Uh, just a good time. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, I'm head of the board of the Flood Run, which is a motorcycle ride, uh, largest in the Midwest. Over 30,000 bikes on a good weather day. We uh, raise money for the kids over at Gillette Children's Hospital. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. And when does that take place? Uh, two runs, a spring run, third Saturday in April, and then the third Saturday in September. Where are the locations? Where you? Where, where's the run starting at? Uh, from Lake St. Croix Beach, uh, down on the St. Croix River Valley, and then we go 90 miles to uh, Winona were the original 12 sandbaggers in 65. They jumped on their bikes in a rainstorm, ran, ran down there and uh, threw some sandbags. And That's how when did you time. buy it? Then you bought it a long time ago. But No, it was given to me by good. the guy who named it, Jim Noteboom. He went to Vietnam then, and they yeah. all came back. And in, in 1970, they, uh, 
they started the flood run. 65, the sandbags were thrown. Mm -hmm. 66, the uh, mayor went on and invited them back for a little town party. Most of them went to Vietnam. A few didn't come back. And uh, in 70, uh, they started the flood run. Uh, we talked in the 90s, and mm -hmm. around 2000, then he uh, called me up and was, come down to his bike shop one day and mm -hmm. see if I'd be interested. In you said 30,000 motorcycles? That's what the Can you police... imagine that? It's just, yeah, well, I've, just uh, driving through Lake of St. Croix. You've uh, you got to come down, even if you Saint don't Croix ride. Beach, it sorry. is yeah, the greatest uh, event, I think, you know, twice a year. I go to them as much as I can, and uh, it's unreal. It is unreal. And, a lot and, of fun, a lot of really good people who love motorcycles yeah. come out, and we raise a lot of money for the kids over at Gillette. What kind of numbers? Numbers of? As far as what you're raising for Gillette. Uh, this year we gave them, this last year, excuse me, we gave them $62,000. We gave them eighty five the year before, 85000 wow. The spring run, it snowed the day before last year. And we yeah. suffer, yeah. And, <laughs> Good old and, uh, Minnesota winter, right? And it slowed us down off the 82, or I think we would have went over 100,000. I wow. think so, too. And it's amazing, even with the bad weather, which seems to be lately every year, but... Uh, Tons of people show up every time. With the, there's such good support crew. I it get is. a call from a company, uh, Minnesota Coaches, that says, hey, uh, we see the snow's coming, the owner of the company, mm -hmm. and donated a bus. And uh, we end up, uh, you know, tipping the driver and everything else is free. Uh, just trying to help the cause. They understand what we're all doing. A lot of good people want to step up and help the community. Brian, what the hell does that look like coming down the freeway when you've got that many motorcycles heading to Winona? It's unbelievable. <laughs> the sheriff. Uh, Mr. Bondolenko over in Prescott had told me that he had an officer standing from 9 o'clock in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon, and it was a steady flow of motorcycles from Minnesota. A parade, all-day parade of motorcycles. Yeah. So, all kinds of So if, if you're a car driver that day, oh, is it, it just not good, good not you protocol to be on the them. road there? <laughs> no, we try to advertise so we get let everybody know as much as possible. That, sure. uh, two days a year we're coming through, got a good cause, we're doing the right thing and having a lot of fun. And you guys stop at different bars along the way, the beach bar starts at? And businesses, bars, all kinds yeah. of, we got 70-some uh, businesses support. Wow. Uh, Polaris and Harley-Davidson are our main sponsors. Yeah. Uh, down to Antonson Construction, a very good local guy that, uh, you know, everybody steps up. It's just, uh, you know, on and on and on. That sounds like a cool event. Have you ever thought about or or even asking somebody to maybe do like a documentary on this thing? We've uh, we've tried and done almost everything that's been brought up. We've done well. We started a cookbook last year. I mean, we do everything, and uh, we've done videos like Sturgis type videos, half hour music uh, right. writing, and all kinds of stuff. We do everything. One year we were about to do that. Uh, I was going to fly over in a plane, but the right. weather was so bad and I couldn't do that. But right. uh, they wouldn't let you cool. take off. No, they wouldn't. We no. were so close. We got to the plane and we were, and then they just wouldn't let us. Just take it was off. terrible weather. It was, yeah, yeah. And we want. We wanted the site of down in Maiden Rock on the cliffs and the bluffs in Wisconsin where with all motorcycles and oh. Tony hanging out the airplane. We should have had a helicopter <laughs> filming him. Yeah, right. I think <laughs> now you can just get a drone, right? And yeah, just put a camera I, on the I bottom know, of a drone and fly that thing over. I'd love to get well, that's cool. That's I mean, that just sounds so amazing. Yeah. You and, know, and when is it? This the spring one is, is April what? Nineteenth of April okay. is the spring one, and the twentieth yeah. of September is the fall. The spring, if the snow melts, uh, it's huge. And what I like is the breakfast. You got to come out for the breakfast every. Uh, it's like nine o'clock or whatever, right? People mm -hmm. start showing up about eight, nine o'clock. Come out for breakfast and uh, 
We open for business at 8. Uh, run tries to leave at 10.30. We have a raffle. We got Mr. Brian Zepp from KQRS on board. He, Brian's been with us over 10 years. And uh, we got 205 Tilly on stage with him for just a little more uh, goofy excitement. Sam's a great kid. Yeah. Does it get pretty rowdy? Oh, no. It's just a really lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of people having a great time. Very cool. Never a problem, just a lot of fun. And the, the, the pro, going back to the props on wheels, too, I mean, you've got all kinds of vehicles. What's the craziest request you've ever gotten for? A tank with a giraffe driving it was the That's, strangest one. Was that for Hangover 3? What the hell was that for? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that for? Yeah, it just never, never panned through. But uh, Rattle off some of, the, some of the productions you've worked on yeah. that have been shot here. Or wherever. I mean, some of your biggest productions. Well, biggest ones, like I say, we just did the Kamiko with, uh, you know, which just did very well out at Sundance. Right, right. Uh, serious man, we did. We did. It's it's a blur. It's endless. You know, over twenty years of, of one job to the next. Uh, many many and that can be commercials too and stuff. And that's how we met. Can I tell the story real quick? Yeah, tell the please. Story. So, so <laughs> wait, was, no, Tony, don't tell any more stories. All right, no, no please tell the no, story. No, so I was. Uh, so I was working at like four in the morning and uh, for TV news, and they sent me out to this. It was a car accident. It was a taxi cab versus pedestrian, right? But was it? But was it? It was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you the got wink, it. wink. Everybody was all over there. So, <laughs> so I got to the scene and I was standing there and. And I was like, oh, this is such BS, you know. I was like, oh, this is crazy. So I was That taxi there. cab is perfectly placed yeah. on its lid. And how come they're smiling? Are you and supposed it, to smile when you're laying on the and ground? And they didn't use the jaws of life. No, 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 no. So that was a uh, hint, hint, you know. And so so there's, there's a dude standing next to me. I'm like, who is this? Uh, four o'clock in the morning, what's this guy standing out here? And we, so we started talking because I love talking to everybody. And uh, and we just started talking. Then all of a sudden he said, yeah, I got a, a you know a, a props company. We got a trailer here. uh, uh <laughs> Was it a makeup trailer, right? And you're doing a commercial for Famous Dave's. I said, shut up. No way. In the 400 bar. Is that the 400 bar? Palmer bar? I can't remember. It was a 400 bar. We were shooting uh, Seven Corners. Oh, so this was taking place like. Inside, right like, there. As like we, Cedar Riverside area. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they were we all, were all set up outside. I right. watched the accident. Oh, so you saw I saw that, you know. And I, the guy jumped, and I thought, who jumps before, you know. Yeah, unless you know it's. Yeah, unless you know it's coming. Yeah, don't hit me that hard. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's your cousin yeah, trying to yeah, run yeah. you over. Right. And it was. Oh, oh right. right. It was. Uh, that was the were, that was mm -hmm. the story? It was mm -hmm. great. Well, then we started talking. I said, no, you are. And he goes, oh, come on, I'll show you. So he brought me in. They had craft services going on, and they had a band up on stage that they were filming a couple scenes, and, and it was it was great. And so started our, our We got uh, permission, Tony, uh, for to shoot. And uh, at the yeah. new news, they had a little clip on action in Minneapolis. Well, and then when I, when I called the producer back at the station, I said, you know, this accident's pretty serious, so I'm going to have to stay out here for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> craft service, well, that's a great. I was out there for a couple hours, and... Uh, a couple extras I need the yeah, phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and so that's how we met. And then, uh, so wait, was the accident part of the, sh the no, filming? No, that's the thing. Oh, they were distracted by they the. They were the no. no it was just a, it just happenstance. It was, just, it it was, was a, a setup was, because it was uh, people probably from an eastern part of a certain country. Okay, and mm -hmm. that uh, <laughs> needed some extra capital to start something. So. <laughs> So, okay. He, he took a left and he ran over his cousin, who then a uh, police officer who was a friend of a friend. I walked over and talked to him for a little bit. I watched the accident. I seriously had a cup of coffee in my hand and I was standing on the sidewalk <laughs> and I watched him jump. And it's like 4 a.m.? It's early in the yeah, morning, was... you know, and freezing cold. And uh, uh, yeah. it was a bitter cold day. And I watched the thing. And so I, Tony came out to film it for news. Oh, yeah. 
And I said, maybe you, maybe you don't want to do that. It's a different yeah. kind of news story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a deeper story. Yeah. Yes, that was exactly. like so. So that was more of a personal. Yeah, uh, that was separate. That's uh, just okay. how we met. But I guess uh, <laughs> circumstance hey. of fate had us to meet that way, and uh, it it's smashed you guys together. Unbelievable! I mean, the things I've seen uh, Brian do. We've stuff. run into each other many times oh. at uh, Connecticut Senate race yeah. where we were crashing cars. You came over. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. I remember that with a big blue screen. Yeah. yeah. Set up a blue screen, and they did a commercial for uh, one of the set. I can't remember. Uh, Lieberman Lamont. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. Yeah. Lieberman. And they Joel smashed this Lincoln Continental into this wall, you know, so I got to be in there. And, uh, they flew the Lamont Lieberman lookalike in from Chicago, and we crashed uh, multiple cars, uh, Lincoln Town cars, into a concrete wall down at Marshall Concrete. And, uh, in the final cut of the commercial, they'd crash and crash, and he Lieberman to get out the look like stupid car, <laughs> doing the same thing. Right, of course, know. of course. Yeah. So what? What? How the hell? I mean, I know I crashed, you know, all my toy cars when I was a kid. I'd, I'd ghost ride my bike into a tree. How do you get into this? I mean, what? Just yeah. What, what snaps and says? You started out. Tell them what you started out as. You were doing cut like. Well, I was a out of high school as a woodworker doing finished woodworking down with Hallmark Homes down in uh, Shakopee area. And uh, I got hired by my cousin was uh, working as a photo assistant on a 3M shoot. Uh, they were selling the new uh, license plates and highway signs years oh, and years yeah. ago, a couple decades ago. I'm uh, doing a brochure for all 50 states. They want them to buy license plate material and painting lines in the road. They come with a new reflective material. So mm. they asked me to bring a motorcycle there. I brought an old Harley there. Uh, they you know, had a long ponytail wig they threw on me, uh, Willie Nelson style, to <laughs> make me look like a bad outlaw biker on the Harley. Bad plate, bad guy, bad biker. And then the gentleman sitting next to me on a Honda with a yellow windbreaker, a helmet on, tennis shoes. They had me wear leather. He's a, looking like a law-abiding citizen, and I'm not. And that was their picture for the flyer. Wow. And that's so, all it took. And that's all it all uh, Next week, I was sitting at a car show and thought, if they don't know where to get a Harley. And so I went down to the film board and asked to, I found there was a film board, went down and asked to see a guidebook, sat there in their office on a chair and looked at it, and there was nobody doing vehicles. So I took out a $44 ad and thought if I could get my 44 mm. bucks back, it was a good investment. So you were just, initially, you were just trying to get your motorcycle into, into a movie or a TV show or no, production of some sort. No, I wasn't trying anything. I was minding my own business, being a woodworker, and my cousin called well, me Well, no, when asked, you took out the ad. You took out the ad. Yeah, I just figured, oh, we'll, we'll see. You know, but you I, had one bike at the time, or what did you have? Oh, I was, had a garage full of motorcycles. Sure. Uh, um, and like you see over there, I collect antique bicycles and things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I've got uh, antique cars, street rods. Uh, just always been all that kind of stuff. Old motorcycles, old cars, old bikes. Uh, playing all the time right up my alley. Right. Took out the ad. Uh, first job was a very large music video for a huge band, and it went off very well. Well, who was it? You got to tell us. Uh, Third Eye Blind. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, they filmed deep, well, yeah. deep inside of you was the song. Huh. And, I uh, remember that. Tony's got that bumper sticker on his I car. I do, and I. <laughs> <laughs> and. No, uh, but I mean, who else? I mean, who else? If you kind of worked with, I mean. There have been a lot of productions that have been here and done some sneaky things. I say sneaky. No. It's not well known that like big bands came here and, and I've done a bunch of Prince videos. We've done. Uh, I did stage props for Prince. Uh, I mean for local stuff. 
um, you know, just like I say, there's 400 some credits. Uh, there's over almost 400 on the web page, and I don't put a lot on there. You know, yeah. so I probably 500 close. So you don't to have it. to put that 44 dollar ad out there anymore. You just kind uh, of well, you still got to take the ad out. You still support yeah. the film film board. Yeah. You know? Do you yes. do you feel like the uh, the film the film environment in Minnesota is changing now that the snow bait is back on? Uh, for filmmakers to to get that rebate, or do you feel like it was it was much better for filmmakers in the in the '90s when they were? Uh, in know? the '90s, there were a lot more movies being made, and uh, usually I'm on a good sized movie every winter. Last winter, Kamiko, which, mm-hmm. like I said, was at Sun- Sundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, there is no you know. There's some couple low budgets around. I'd rent them a cop car, or rent them this or that, and they've got very little money. So I, you know, it's. It hasn't, but the film board has a lot of. I mean, they got a couple million or ten million or what do they, they got? got ten s- million sitting that, around right now. Yeah, it's ten million for you get you get your money back after your production. Yeah, right. You know, but is what's uh, what's going? I don't hear anything from the film board lately. What? Uh, yeah, and there's been some issues. We uh, there was some articles written up. We had a heated little meeting a couple weeks ago. Um, it, were you at that meeting? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I saw that Channel 5, uh, <clears throat> a local news station, uh, had done a story on the film board, and, and there were some, some legislators who were you know, questioning the, the validity of that money that's in there, and it's like, this is something that takes time. I mean, you can't just say, "All right, six months. I want seven yeah, productions. I want to, you know, I want to dry up that ten million to show that we're, you know, Minnesota's back." It takes a couple of years to get a production, you know, into the right place. You know, you get your location scouted, you get your everything figured out, and then you can start production. You know, production, and then you get your money back afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not something that's going to take six months. Uh, you know, Grand Torino, they were going to shoot here, right? And uh, film board asked me to to get some options for cars to show them they uh, flew out and met with clint eastwood's crew and the people from michigan flew out and met with them same day one crew in the morning one in the afternoon and what was all said and done it was a six million dollar difference to shoot in michigan and the movie was written by a person yeah. from st paul from st paul and they wanted Is to it, shoot here they wanted to was that six million lower or, or higher they could save six million bucks by shooting okay. it in michigan okay. and they got some actors you know their lead actors were from here because mm-hmm. the Hmong community is so yeah, big huge. here yeah. um it broke my heart tough movie to watch it's a great yeah. flick it is know? and it's still it's still based in st paul right it's it's supposed to be yeah, they, loosely know, right yeah. loosely yeah. and that's tough that's tough to see that go away watch your money go <laughs> to yeah, neighbors no, of canada and all i sent them a half a dozen <laughs> options of uh grand torinos and one that matched that car perfectly uh, and met this sweet little old lady in st louis park with a gem stashed in her garage (laughs) and her son backed it out popped a couple pictures and you know and how does that work for you i mean you see something like that and you know this old lady's probably never going to drive that car again yeah and you want it right i'm sure you want to try to get your hands on it or Uh, find a way to have access to it (laughs) yes and there's uh you know we do our best i do to get it on the website and make it available Uh, basically i'm an agent for vehicles so you're the middle guy uh, like an yeah, agent like a for actors. You're like the front like yeah, a car he, pimp. He's a car pimp. Mm-hmm, you got it. <laughs> All right. I like we'll that, have to, man. We'll have to yeah, I like figure that. out a commercial That's for that. That's a t-shirt right there, at least. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you got uh, everything else just came, sort of fell into place. We've got a camera car process trailer. You know, you're, yeah. you see productions go on and you just step the game up. You want to make some money, you got to be in the industry. You know, they're hiring a trailer from Chicago. How yeah. about put together a trailer here? 
did that years ago, and that thing works. I remember when you did that, The yeah. camera car process trailer works a lot, you know, and it's the only one up here. Are you one of those guys who can kind of make anything out of anything? Like, yeah. if you if you need a certain prop or you need something that's that's going to help you get this shot better for the for the production, are you able to, like, are you, like, the MacGyver of, of props? I, uh... Went to school with the Anderson family, the MacGyvers. And, uh, oh, Richard Dean Anderson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actual MacGyver. Great a, question. How yeah, awesome. I know, I know. He, the family grew up a few blocks from my house. Right, right. His little so brother is one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, we we can make whatever needs to be made to get the job you done. You sawed an engine block in half, or you cut an engine block in half. Yeah, you know, for an ad for a business, for a company, for yeah. a plate That's and business week. It's a freaking engine apart. Yeah, saw that in half. We've done all just endless of strange things that you know are fun week to week. You just never know. Like I say, a tank with a giraffe in it. You never know who's going to call about. <laughs> Have what. you had any disastrous <laughs> moments on a set? Oh, you know, if I do, I black them out. <laughs> <laughs> We've had scenes. Uh, uh, a teamster had to drive, and a certain person uh, when we were flat towing a vehicle on one movie. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie, years ago. And uh, he did a U-turn. We had a whole line of vehicle support. And I was, I'd hooked it all up and everything, but they had the Teamster drive it. He did a U-turn. And you shouldn't have done a U-turn. You should have went around the block with something like that. Busted the hitch. And, uh, you know, it's a matter of everything stops. Right. And it just halts the production. Uh, and I got the tools and they're... You know, whole pack of people leaning over your shoulder wanting to know how long you know and everything stops do you like film people very much so we have a great time uh, it's a fun job and uh, you know you don't get any mean bad people there because they aren't asked to come back right you that's know? true that's yeah true. it really yeah. is yeah. yeah you find you find that if you're me you know messing yeah. with people on set and it you have people who are you know assholes you don't they don't. They don't come back. You know. And Brian, you've done some stunt driving, and they even ask him to throw on a cop uniform or something. Be in the, some of these movies. And oh, these commercials I've been in a cab driver, the Paul Bunyan and a commercials, cop too. and all kinds of stuff. Uh, the Paul Bunyan one. No, I was. I boat, was just though. in the boat hiding. Boat. You don't see me. You know. <laughs> but I'm in a ton of those. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. the funniest one was that uh, uh, factotum with uh, Matt oh, Dillon. Yeah. I'm in the trunk. Uh, they wanted the lights on this old '66 Impala. A beater car, and every time he'd go over a bump, Matt Dillon driving, they wanted the lights to flick either on oh, or off, right. like it's a, just a piece of crap. Right, right. So I'm threw down a packing blanket, and I'm laying in the trunk with a switch I hooked up to the back tail lights, and then the last person, like I say, is Matt Dillon closing, and we're cutting jokes each time, which is just funny. He's a nice guy. Yeah, right. Car guy too. Which uh, at at lunch we found out at, we were doing at our home base was at Koozie's there in North yeah. East, northeast yep. Minneapolis, and he knew Vikings, Twins. He knew everything seventies Minnesota sports. It was interesting. It was fun. Oh, really? It was. It did was, he live here at all? I don't know. It I was like he did because he, did, he yeah. knew everything. He knew Zoilo Versalles. Wow. He knew everybody. He maybe knew, he. Uh, maybe they had some sort of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just did. Did his fact checking before he came into town or something oh man if he did yeah heck of a memory <laughs> really yeah but uh you know and each time he'd open a trunk lid and are you alive still you know <laughs> it's all good and he's hitting bumps with you in the trunk he's right he's hitting bumps with me in the trunk it's a great job you know yeah. getting paid to goof off of mad dylan who else have you screwed around with i mean did, were you on uh any of the like schwarzenegger the jingle all the way or, or mighty no, ducks or any no, of that stuff no no not any of that stuff uh just 
you know, over like I say, over the years, it, it's uh, last one was uh, I had a process trailer I brought down to DeKalb, uh, Illinois. Dennis Quaid in a movie and right. shot with that. I had him for a couple of days on a trailer, hmm. running around DeKalb. Nice. You know, just it goes on and on. And it just, I, I'm guessing that it becomes just a blur. It does. Right? It just all Every kind day. of meshes together. And... Oh, it does. It, there's a few that stand out at different times, but it all, you just, it is literally a blur. And has, is there any actor or, or group that you would never work again with? And we won't. Whoa. We can edit this if you do, if you. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they got money. We work with it. Oh, of course. That's, yeah, right. That's why we're bills, here. Right. That's why we're here. We're, yeah. We're, it's a job. That's it's you know it's that's, a job. We're trying to give what they get what they want. That's we're just trying to make everybody happy at the end of the day. There's got to be a sense of pride too, knowing that like locally here, at least locally, uh, if not regionally, you're the go-to guy. Uh, Minnesota, it's, it's if they need vehicles, we got cabs, we got cop cars, we got the process trailer, we've got uh, seven, eight hundred uh, vehicles online on uh, propsonwheels.com, and then I got a couple thousand database. You know, so if somebody says here we like this car, this look, I can reference other ones also for them. So, so how does like like let's say I had a really cool car and you know I wanted to put it up, what, what does a person expect to get for? I know it probably varies, but but what, what what does somebody make off of something like that? The big movies, less money. It's, really? Yes. Yeah. The bigger the movie, the less money. It's just wow. as the way it works. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, like Serious Man, they were paying them fifty, hundred bucks a day, hundred fifty at the most for right. rental for the cars. Yes. Yeah. For a day, you know, and they are getting people oh. to sit outside and uh, drive by. You know, they had to have '60s vehicles in all the houses down the streets as they're yeah. driving by. People sit there all day for hundred fifty bucks. I was stunned. But retired huh. guys gave them something to do, and they got to see their cars in the movie. Sure. Um, commercials, you make more money. Yeah. You know, print ads and stuff. It's uh, There's more money in is commercials. It, is, is there more money because it's the production time is shorter? You, I mean, you have, like, limited, limited time to get it done? Yes, and there, uh, there's many reasons, you know. It's just uh, more money in commercials, Budgets, usually. Yeah. You know, you know got as much in a commercial that you're shooting in five days total or a week and a half with prep time, two weeks. Uh, sorry to the... To the gals in the office, they obviously have more time behind it than that. But to the people who actually work yeah. on it, like me, that are out hunting stuff down, uh, you know, it's not that many days, and it's it's run and gun. It's a lot of fun. Here, we got to do this real quick. A know? lot of our listeners may not know what a process trailer is. Why don't you explain a little bit what a process trailer is and what you can do with it? Yeah, it's a, a trailer that's very low to the ground. So you can see the mailboxes when we drive by is the whole idea. So it looks like the actors are driving, but they're not. And if you watch movies, you can see it so clearly. Uh, and I will mention it to all the actors, uh, you know, Dennis Quaid. I can just go down the list. Uh, Craig Kinnear and on and on and on of actors that I gave them hints. I can only give them ideas and say, here, if you put the shifter down into drive, it won't be high up in park. And everybody like me will see it who's a film person. Right. And pick the it details, apart. Yeah. Pick it apart. They'll see the shifter up. Uh, make your hands move. You know, if you're not driving, <laughs> not, you're not like, driving. Not like Bo and Luke Duke, though, where, they, where, right. where they're making 90 degree turns every time they move the steering wheel. Or toots the cat. Right? So, I mean, it, it, there's an art to it, obviously, for the actors as well, because they're just riding in a, on a trailer, right? Right. And we've got outrigger decks. Uh, you know, that go out four feet. They're eight foot long or mm -hmm. four foot. You know, two of them that are four. That uh, 
that we put together and throw up in handrail, speed rail in the industry it's called, but a handrail that runs all around them for everybody's safety and for attaching lights and equipment too. Uh, so we can have a camera shooting in, say, the driver's window. We'll run a path four or five miles, whatever it takes to get the, the dialogue in. Then we'll put the outrigger decks on the other side, flip them over, and do the same path mm. and the same dialogue shooting from the other side. And you shoot with the windows down? Yes. yes. You know, usually. Yeah. And how does and, and how does a like an audio person like fend off the wind as you're driving? The, 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 all the mics are inside. Right. You know, and they don't, usually the audio person's laying in the back seat. Right, right. You yeah. know, and we stash them somewhere, you know, <laughs> one place or another. <laughs> But the nice thing with the ambulance that we use for our camera car that we've modified extensively is the audio person then a lot of times will just sit in a special seat we have just for them that they can put their equipment on and uh, look right out the back window and watch it all. Just monitor it from the yep. from the rig that's yep. pulling everything. It's nice you say you, you have an ambulance that you've modified? Yes. And yep. and what, what does the ambulance do for for your production it uh well like i say it pulls a, it uh has done many things huge huge carries jobs the beer. yeah it carries <laughs> the beer it pops the popcorn when it pops they, the popcorn yeah when they came up for that uh that's thin ice it was the convincer uh that greg Kinnear oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. it uh alan yeah. alda no not arkin arkin yeah. alan arkin yeah greg Kinnear. We told them around quite a few different days on that. And the, all the people from L.A. coming up were deathly afraid and nervous about freezing to death in Minnesota. Jesus. We got the ambulance has a nice running heater in the them. back. We got a microwave there. We pop popcorn for them. <laughs> and they just giggled at the whole thing. When they asked us to turn the heat down, we all busted up laughing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then we used it for that. You know, they had... We'd film different days on camera. It would be on in the movie different days. We're just putting doing it on the same day, so we could everybody empty out of the the meat wagon as we call the ambulance and put Kinnear in and have him change and put him back in the vehicle so we don't have to go back to home base. Some multi multi uh, multi use you know, functions, yeah. yeah. Uh, Todd Cobry, a local producer, is a very smart gentleman that understands all the applications for it. He brought us up. Uh, by Alexandria uh, for a commercial for Shields here a few years mm -hmm. back. Cross trainer, shoes, uh, okay. you know, Shields Sporting Goods store. Right. And right. we set up for five, six hours, four of us building on it, the rig. And at the end of it, we had lights hanging off the back and we had a sprinkler system on the roof. And this crazy guy was cross trained running riding bicycle and we got it all off that camera car it was a stunning thing it was very 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 neat yeah that's cool and and i'm guessing you probably don't notice but have you have you were you able to tell like any of the people like who are watching you drive by like just the reactions you get when people see this thing we stop everybody like a cute blonde with a flat tire <laughs> It's just. Uh, I bet I, I can't imagine. Do you sign autographs? It. I bet you. Only if it's a cute blonde yeah, with a flat tire. Yeah, only if it's a flat right. tire. Yeah. We sign her autograph. We change her tire and then we sign her autograph. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Do you have anything in the works right now? I mean, you have anything you can talk about? Well, we uh, it's a dead of winter. Like I say, usually we got a movie going. Uh, just back from Chicago, from uh, doing some precision driving for a commercial. And uh, work in Chicago quite a lot, uh, which it's too bad to have to go there at all. But uh, I wish it was all up here. 
what? What's it going to take to? Ch- I mean, to bring it back to the '90s and things like that, where people want to do stuff. Here. More than the ten million. Besides the tax bait? breaks and uh, some people working behind the scenes, I think. I'm because not, it's not what people. A lot of people think oh, it's because of the weather, but it's not really, is they it? They come here because of the weather. That's yeah, why usually we're it. we're working usually, uh, you know, because the snow bait money's okayed usually right and for the first of January of the new year, it's ready to go. Yeah. A new, they want a winter movie. Where else do you yeah. go? And it's and the crews yeah. here. Well, we're think all about set. think about some of the films that more famous films that have been shot here. You've got Fargo. You've got Jingle All the mm-hmm. Way. You've got Mighty Ducks. These are all winter movies. Well, yeah, true. You know, a, a Serious Man had some winter scenes in it, didn't it? Or was that more of a summer no, fall? That was summer stuff. Tornado scene and tornadoes. All, that's know? right. Okay. But uh, yeah, you know, Fargo. The funniest thing about Fargo, the key grip on it, Milo Durbin. Uh, bought the uh, he saw the prop list. They needed a uh, wood chipper. He right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah they so, did. You remember the wood chipper? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The greatest props uh, uh, profit off selling a prop I've ever in the industry. So I've that one actually made selling. money then. Yes, we were talking about that earlier yeah. about props. Yeah, and, you know that they're not really worth anything. But. Oh, I've got a garage full of stuff and a basement <laughs> full of stuff that we've used in movies, and uh, you know I give it away at a garage sale. Sure. Um, Milo saw the list, bought the wood chipper. He got it for a couple hundred bucks, and then he wasn't on Serious Man when they came back. So he had he called down to the office and. Brought the chipper down, and the Coen brothers signed it. He sold it last. Oh! He sold it last year to no. the Fargo Tourism what? Bureau. How much? Seventeen thousand. Uh, wow. He's That's a ge- fantastic. That Still had blood stains on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he would He's use it down to, out in the. He lives out in Delano. He'd use it for the Delano parade. Oh, and, yeah. You know they could run the sounds. <laughs> the, the wood, wood chipper from ladies Fargo. Ladies and gentlemen, here <laughs> from Fargo, the wood and chipper. It's, it'd be funny if he's got it in a parade. It's got it shooting candy out. Yeah, of the yeah, it'd no. be really funny. <laughs> I think. Really utilize that thing. The guys were thinking about putting their wives into it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we test it out? So were you? You were on the set of Fargo then? Did, no, no, I know Milo. I've you just worked, know Milo. Okay, I know yeah. Milo. I've worked with him for years and years. You know. Did you did you want that role? I mean, did you? I mean, did you did you apply for that? No, for that no, film? No, 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 not at the time. No. Well, cool. Let's uh, talk about Gillette's house. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's such a great cause. Obviously, what's I mean, it's it's a given. You get satisfaction out of it. But what is the most endearing thing to you from that? We touch so many families with the money we give. We've given a lot of money over the years. And, uh, you know, one of the first, every November, we do a big check picture at Gillette with uh, the sum we raised for the year over the two runs. And, uh, and then now, with, like I say, with companies like Polaris, you know, mm-hmm. and Harley and other things like that kicking in, it's, it's, it's a nice deal. One of the first pictures, uh, they had this little girl riding down, and she was on a tricycle. She's about 10 years old, as cute a girl you're going to see. She's paralyzed from the waist down. She, the sprocket went up from the wheel up to her hands, and she could operate it with her hands pedaling mm-hmm. and steer it. And she went whipping between Brian Zepp and I. Yeah. And uh, we ended <laughs> up following her. And they had to send somebody to go find us down the hallway. Because, <laughs> you know, she. that's why we do it right, right. there. It's mm-hmm. just a beautiful thing. You well, know? I remember uh, doing a story on Robert Brown. What an amazing kid he was. And I followed him in a long, for a long time, as many did. And mm-hmm. uh, and not only did he have issues, but he turned around and, and, and he helped the hospital as well. It was just amazing. Oh, he was just a great, amazing. great young man. 
You know, he had, what, 70, 80-some surgeries by the time he died at 16. Yeah. Just a great, great little guy. Yeah, that was uh, just, just amazing there. But, you uh, could tell by the funeral how many people were there. It was just huge. Yeah, he touched so many people everywhere he went, uh, in the motorcycle, in the car world, anywhere he went. Yeah. How do you make money on the flood run, or how do you make money for Gillette's? Is it just people who sign up, or can people donate otherwise? Oh, they can donate. Uh, we mainly sell wristbands for $10, and they get you discounts, whether it's a... a you know, a pop for free or whatever that we, the, whatever the businesses offer, uh, at seventy some businesses down the run on the flood run weekend, as we call it now, since we started the Sunday events in the fall, uh, we've got a, a Red Wing Hill climbs, that uh, you show up with your wristband and you get in free to that, or five bucks instead of twenty. Yeah, no one's taking their Harley up the hill climb. <laughs> uh, there's an old knucklehead that flies up that thing. That's Is it really? So yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, we do the rodeo down at Big Dog Daddy's Roadhouse in Bay City. We do the... <laughs> that the, just sounds That's a movie rough. right there, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. Uh, so we did the first flood run rodeo last fall, and uh, we'll be doing one again this fall, the day after the flood run on Sunday. So we asked the businesses to uh, honor the wristband on Sundays also. We sell T-shirts, hoodies. We sell merchandise of all kinds. We, you know, we're... How does it get bigger? I mean, how, how, I mean, I know you yeah, you I want agree. it to, you know, because then that's just more money for the kids mm -hmm. at Gillette's. But how how you know where does it go from and here? And can it? I mean, isn't is there a breaking point when you have too many motorcycles? Well, or? I think that, like Pat Haggerty said to me the other day, or a few times has said to me, we don't need any more bikes. We need people to buy wristbands more, and support the cause. Uh, everybody up on the northern half of the run, not everybody, but a good chunk, understand what we're trying to do. We're just trying to help some local families mm -hmm. and kids. And, uh, you know, uh, as you go down the run, people don't buy as many wristbands, and that's what we try to do. Just get the word out to everybody that buy wristbands, support the cause. If uh, everybody, 30,000 bikers everybody has a ten dollar wristband we could change the world for some people mm -hmm. right absolutely now it could go somewhere even like the uh like the breast cancer awareness the susan g komen you know how they have this this three-day walk and everything and that's all over the nation yeah right i mean you could have multiple that's true flood runs the going in the state at the same weekend. time um that all benefit gillette's mm -hmm. too i mean I, I god that's a lot of work though Oh, it's a ton of work. <laughs> Everybody volunteers. No one's paid a penny. No one's ever been paid a penny. It's all, a, and it's a great crew. Uh, all the people show up, have a wonderful time, and they show up because they want to. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like film work. Uh, anybody's ornery, we don't need them there. Yeah. Well, this is almost an all-year thing for you, too, isn't it? It never really stops. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And, uh, you know, one thing to the next. We're always planning for the next one. Next year is the 50th flood run. Wow, so that would be huge. So it's already we've been yeah. working and talking. And Can you can you ever just, uh, are you one of those people who can't, like, rest? Oh, no, I can't. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, if I get the opportunity to, you right. Know, uh, but if I, I find myself because I'm I'm a guy who always kind of has to yeah. have my hands and stuff and busy and producing a film or, or you know shooting a music video or working my day job um, or doing the podcast yeah. drink. Um, the podcast. I, I, I find I find myself <laughs> like if I get a week off, I'm show. I'm going stir crazy. I'm yeah. like I gotta I gotta get my hands into something or I gotta get back to what I was doing before. And you seem like a guy who's just you know. I guess if you're if you're sitting still, you're not working. 
you know and that's that's the thing and even if we're not working like now we're designing uh, the next thing we're going to work on the camera car mm -hmm. we want to hook up a thing so that we can tow it alongside of it uh, i'd have to show you a blueprint to, to to let you understand what we're thinking about doing but you mm -hmm. always have to have new ideas and new things to offer for the people for filming are there toys out there that you that you just really like you have a goal set as far as the prop stuff like I want that rig or I want something like that. I've seen, I mean, I've seen a couple of cars. Uh, I saw a, a, a link for something for a BMW commercial where they put this arm mm -hmm. out the back of another Beamer mm -hmm. that was like attached to the top and they could just follow it around. It was, like, it was like a boom on mm -hmm. top of a car. A yeah, Cal like California a company owns it. Uh, and, and that's what was in my mind right away. That <laughs> If we had enough big movies and could make enough money, we would... And go that route. Would you put it on a Beamer? Oh, I probably not. We'd put it on <laughs> some we'd be more comfortable with uh, spraying uh, primer paint on and sure. uh, user friendly for us because we like wrecking stuff too. So an old wood sided station wagon, probably. Oh, yeah. Unless it's that uh, <laughs> veneer. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> So you're a car guy, though, obviously. Yep. You've been a car guy your whole for, life. Yep. Did you see the story yesterday? And and I'm ti I'm timing the the Corvette the Corvette yeah. museum that had the sinkhole oh, and eight no, Corvettes I, I fell into a hole. <laughs> Does that just break your Ooh. heart when you see stuff like that? You know, it's just uh, Ooh. start to cry right there. Oh my gosh, yeah, we yeah, had people yeah. at work saying, uh, "Yeah, move the rest of the cars. Yeah. It's time to just move all of well, them. Get them out of there." Why is oh, that yeah. happening so much now? Too, I mean, that guy fell asleep and he was uh, he got sucked in. That's in Florida the though. Yeah. That's just Florida's the you know it's the it's the yeah, I know. the dangle off the end of the uh, you know off the end of the United States. The <laughs> <You know? laughs> All bad shit happens in Florida. Yeah, you know that. But this yeah this car museum they were just that's unreal. Florida and they that were saying is. it's just because of the moist winter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the rest of the museum they're waiting for that to good. fall through too. God, good lord, yeah. if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Scary stuff. So yeah, no, we uh, and you know our thought is to build a mount to put on top of the process trailer for the boom arm that you're talking mm -hmm. about. Uh, oh, yeah. Craig Peter Schmidt has an extensive array of boom arms, and uh, I've worked with Craig a lot, and you know things like that. You're always thinking of stuff to do to make more shots for people. That you know options, more options for them. What is the most? Uh, I don't want to say crazy shot, but what's the one that you had to use the most, like ingenuity to get? Can you? I mean, is there one that you're just super, super proud of? Uh, I think the one with uh, Mr. Cobry with up at uh, the Shields job was. I mean, like I said, it was a five, six hour setup for four of us, and the final product was beautiful. So it, that it was, was out out the back of the the ambulance, right? Yeah. And yeah. then he was actually running and biking and all of those Correct. things. Correct. And we had lights hanging over him, extended out. I've got a picture, a couple of pictures on the homepage of propsonwheels.com. Uh, and we had the 55 gallon drum upstairs. Mr. Ryan Talent uh, was a design genius with that came up with the idea. Mm -hmm. And we used a pump to load the barrels from the ground up the barrels onto the roof and then oh. had a couple arms that ran out 15 feet their sprinkler Ooh. arms so we could make it rain so he was in the heat of the day or the rain of the night he was cross tra he was training that's awesome that, i mean that just sounds yeah, amazing now i want to see that commercial. i know now i want to make something like that too, <laughs> You're right. you know? yeah. and that's you know it's just fun you, you and shields is local right no they're uh, i think they're based out of uh, western minnesota or north dakota okay you know but there are a lot of them out west 
best. Sure. Yeah, I know. I know. My, uh, my brother-in-law lived or worked at the one in Mankato for a long time. Oh, there oh. are some. In yeah, yeah. So there are a couple here. I just sure. know that they're they're really sporadic all over the state. So. Wow. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's about it coming up this uh, this summer, huh? You got uh, besides flood run. Well, we got uh, we're booked with the Mayo Clinic in the spring with the mm-hmm. process trailer. We were booked last fall uh, with uh, we have worked with them before shooting stuff and uh you know they got some a project they want to shoot down rochester so we will be down there for four or five days process trailer with the same crew uh, last time we shot male brothers uh actors you know uh mm-hmm. with an old uh, packard from 1920 hmm. uh 1918 on the trailer for a couple days and uh so we're gonna that's the next thing that's you know that's on on the book for the spring you know, we I get there's a couple small commercials and movies going all the time. There's something I had a cop car call yesterday, and you know we'll supply that for Monday. And uh, where do you keep all your stuff? And and not yeah. specifically, but I mean, do you have like a storage facility, or do you yep. keep it in your garage at your home? At a pole barn <laughs> at another location that right. has a lot of stuff in it. A lot It's just chuck full of stuff. You know, and if it was a bigger pole barn, it'd be. Chuck full of stuff still. And if it was bigger yet, it'd still be Chuck full sure, of stuff. Sure, you just you keep know? filling it. Exactly. I was part of a production with um, somebody we recorded an episode with, with Pick and Cynthia Smith. They shot a, a uh, I don't even know how you call it. It's not a documentary, but it's a, <laughs> it's a historical reenactment type uh, film called Gangsterland about the gangsters of St. Paul. And they, um, Cynthia's cousin owns an amazing amount of, old old cars uh down in hastings mm-hmm. and he had a model t and a model a and, and he had all these old from the 40s 50s 60s all these great cars and we got to ride for one of the scenes in back of a model t and i thought that was just the cool we're driving down this old dirt road and the you know back roads of hastings in this old model t and when he brings it back obviously he's got this huge garage just pull it's a huge bolt pole barn and it's he's got an elevator in it because it's got two levels it's so ridiculous like a car elevator wow you know it's just like the autoplex stuff done in chan right right just over the top yeah it's pretty amazing what you know the uh some of these collectors the one another one we didn't get we missed her by that much was that dillinger one with uh oh yeah johnny depp yeah yeah Yeah. they called me and asked for a bid on cars and stuff and uh was that one in wisconsin did they shoot yeah yeah. okay so i ran out to mercer which was home base and I stopped and talked to a gas station owner, and he actually was full service. Uh, it was like throwback. He came out, and I started shooting a breeze with him. And they had a dealership uh, for Ford that had gone out of business, was sitting empty. The bank owned it. I went down and talked to the bank, and they said for 500 bucks they'd give me the building for the movie. Wow. Wow. And uh, I thought there's Transportation Central yeah. right there. We sent a couple Teamsters out, get a couch or two, a refrigerator, a few coffee pots, and we're good to go. They got a, a bays to work on the vehicles. We can keep them all inside. We mm-hmm. can wash them. Every, it's just perfect. I put the bid in, and they decided to go with three college students to save themselves some money. And uh, they <laughs> threw the, the vehicles in big pop-up tents circus tile tents and that storm hit which was all over the news oh yeah damaged uh 40 some of the 50 cars there and uh and you never have somebody come back after the fact and be like brian we were 
just yeah, fucking sorry, idiots. We, we totally have. missed out on that one. They had no clue about the building in Mercer. I never wasn't going to tell them. Oh, you sure. Know? No, you yeah. save that. Put yeah. that in your back pocket, sure, right? Sure, yeah. And I thought, you know, it's too bad. We, I know they had to put <clears throat> excuse me, production off for a while because of it, you know. So it's just not... They got some college kids and nothing wrong with that, but they aren't around enough, you know. You right. spend a little more time on the planet, you think about stuff a little different, and uh, it's just the way things well, are. Well, and you, th you tend to think ahead just a little bit more, too. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself you have to ask people for permission for stuff? I mean, do you see yourself doing that a lot? For know, Well, for production. Mean? Well, just like just like you were talking about, uh, talking to the bank about this location, um, do, you, do you have to go out and kind of cold call and, and, and get permission for, for places I, for productions? Or? Oh, I, I don't do locations if that's what i mean but I, I i talk to so many people in a year you wouldn't believe it for vehicles i mean but when you even just show up to to meet somebody about the car that they've got that you know maybe you want to use how do you how do you approach those people because i find myself having to ask for you know things for films a lot and you ask for permission and you ask for you know if someone's willing to let you use their item um, what what is your approach to to when you meet somebody for the first time? Well, I let them know that I'm a car guy and that I'm on their side. That uh, when this is all Let's said and this. done, I've got to walk away with a good name in the car community because, like anything else, it's a small community. Right. There's a lot of people out there. A lot of cars. All you need is one person angry going to the next car show, talking smack about some deal they felt they were shortchanged on, and uh, it's not mm. good. So. You know, it, uh, I love it when the car owners go to the jobs. Uh, if I got to take their vehicle, I watch it like it's mine. Sure. And we take care of business. If there's somebody, they want to put some dull on it because it's too shiny or they want to do this or that or and, and deck it out, uh, we talk about it in detail, make sure that we're covered on it. Every vehicle's insured. Every I've got, mm -hmm. I've saved every insurance for every job I've ever done. In case anybody ever came back came was back. my sure. thought. Yeah. And uh, Sure. I've got a stack that's just huge because uh, we don't do a job. We just had a Egan play. They wanted to, uh, the Egan High School called me the other day, a uh, gentleman. Uh, he'd heard about props and wheels. He wanted us to supply him a motorcycle. 55, for, they're doing an Elvis thing. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Right? And they bye bye Birdie or something? Yeah, some Elvis play. Yeah. And uh, they wanted a 55 or earlier around their uh, original Harley or Indian to drive on on stage, but they wanted an 18 year old student to drive it out, and he uh, doesn't. Yeah. Oh, God. No. He doesn't have a motorcycle license. Of course. Oh. And I said, well, uh, I won't even entertain the idea. Of, um, and we couldn't insure it. No insurance company will touch it. Right. You know, I mean, it just, mm -hmm. we can't do it. I, you know, so you get crazy requests that, sorry. I would do you like, get, do you get people who you're, who you're getting the cars from that want to be on the set with the car? Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very common. Yeah. You know, especially like say the big movies, people want to be, it has the aura around it that, uh, people want to be part of that I and they're mean, proud too they yeah. Yeah, that's my car yeah. you bet yeah serious man. just like your sister with the sheets <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah the sheets. that's yeah. a good story that's funny stuff funny stuff <laughs> well we're, we're we're gosh we're getting close to an hour already. yeah it goes by quick let's talk a little bit more about the flood run let's yeah. get those dates back out again if there's a website let's get all that information for the flood run Floodrun.org is the website, and uh, the Facebook page is huge also, mm -hmm. uh, Floodrun on the Facebook page. But uh, April 19th, September 20th, spring and the fall runs, 
huge. Come on up. Even if you don't have a bike, we tell everybody, come on up. Well, I was just going to ask. I mean, is there a, yeah. like, is there a st- certain style of bike, or is it just everything with no, two wheels? No, we or? have it on the web page that all makes and models are welcome. We are not about any one bike at all. We're about raising money for kids that day. And the more sidecars, the better, because that means great. more people are buying <laughs> wristbands. You bet. Yeah. yeah. You, bet. you know, that's exactly it. It's a great time. And, uh, and then people for your website for Props on Wheel, too, if they want to either rent a car or maybe talk to you about being on their list. If they'd like to get their car out, uh, get a hold of me off the uh, website, and we'll get a picture of their car and maybe make them some money and have a little fun with them. Yeah, well, that's definitely going on our website. Yes, yeah. it is, definitely. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, I think I, uh, I think that wraps it up. I mean, is there anything you'd, you want to add? No, sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Thank you for coming out. Brian, thanks for having us. Well, we awesome. appreciate it. <laughs>